call is now being recorded. Hello? Hello. Danny? Ephraim. It's been so long. How are you? I'm good. Are you excited I'm, uh, about tour yet? I am, I am getting excited. It's as little bits and pieces are being released and and we have three songs so far. Just waiting for the sucker to leak. I know. <laughs> Dang, no leak. Um, I will hundred percent listen to a leak. <laughs> absolutely, I absolutely will too. And here's why: because I've ordered the album in several different versions. Yeah, so, same. <laughs> I, yeah, I I'm covered. Money. I'm covered. Yeah, so if it if it happens to come out a couple days early, weeks early, a month early, hell um, yeah, I will listen. I'll listen to it. <laughs> um, how are you, Danny? How have you been? What'd you say? How are you? How have you been? Uh, I'm good. Uh, um, just, you know, living my life. And, um, you know, I I, uh, I got a couple of new internships, uh, so I'm going to be a busy boy in the next uh, in the next year. Oh, well, congratulations. Thank you. Um, and I'm really excited for this album. I, I really like most of, of what we've heard so far. And... Um, I'm really, really excited for tour, always. Always? Yeah. I love what we've heard about you. Too. I love Cloud Rider. I loved Cloud Riders when it came out. Like, I know some people that was a grower for it. me. I was a grower? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know what to think of it at first, but, um, the more I listened to it, the more I liked it. And then Up, Up the Creek and Ranger King were just love at first listen. Love, love at first listen. Uh, Cloud yeah. Riders for me was love at first listen. The moment she said 4:22 a.m. and I, it, it just sounded to me like amen. And I don't know, it just felt like she was singing to the heavens. I loved it from the first moment. Up the Creek was a grower for me. Mm. It took me maybe 15 minutes, <laughs> and then I loved it. Um, I will say, like, it almost kind of sounds like it's on a Tori Amos album, but is this like Tasha's first official single? I, I feel right. I feel like Tosh had a big hand in like the production. I mean, no pro- promise, promise was a duet, but this right. that I mean, felt like Tori in this. Tori is on this track, but it almost sounds like it's Tosh, with right. Right. featuring Tori Amos. Which I, which doesn't bother me. I think Tosh has a no, not at all. I, I really like the song. I would love to see them perform it together at some point. Do you I'm think this is the tour that this is going to happen? I Where Tori and Tosh on stage at the same time? I, th- I think I don't think it's going to happen every night, but I think at least one time this tour. And I predict L.A., L.A. 3. That's what I predict. Wow, the very show. end. Yeah, I, I feel like the very end, Tosh will get up on stage and they'll do, like, a trio of songs. They'll do Promise, Job, Job's Coffin, and Up the Green. <laughs> 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 it would be amazing. Yeah. Um, and then when Reindeer King came out, let's talk about Reindeer King because beautiful song, right? Yes. Yeah, instant love. Loved it. It, it echoes a little bit of uh, a Scarlet's Walk flash to Venus and back vibe to me, which sounds uh, weird. No, I get it. I get it. I loved it. And you know what? Um it, it is it's a it is one of the most intimate album openers in how long you know like it's mm-hmm. been a long time since we've had such an intimate album opener. Um, I would say probably since what Boys for Pele, right? Yeah, 
but yeah. it's a quiet, just beautiful song. And it's my favorite part of the song is at 523, between 523 and 528, when she says, to the moons of Jupiter, I feel like she's channeling uh, Kate Bush on Ariel. Just the way mm. she says moon, and she hits the S on moons a little hard, she says moon stuff, and it just reminds me of, like, where Kate Bush, her voice was, and I never compared the two ever. But I'm sure I she'll think... appreciate that comparison. <laughs> right? 25 years later, yes, I finally hear it. <laughs> Um, There's a lot that's been going on in, in, like, the Tory world. There's a lot of activity. She's doing a lot of press right now. Um, our friend uh, Noah Michelson interviewed her for Huffington Post. Yeah, so if, what a great interview that was. Yeah, so if anybody hasn't read that, go check it out. And also, I mean, the biggest revelation of that, to me at least, was that, A, she's made peace with Why Can't Tory Read, and, B, she's not totally against remastering and re-releasing it. She didn't say she I would. Love, She's not against it. I, and I, I believe, thank you, thank God for Noah Michelson for planting that little earbug in her ear. I'm sure it's going to happen now. I feel, I mean, as sure as I am about the American Doll Posse DVD ever coming out, you know, one day. But how amazing would that be? I would love that. Do you think there are I any love that album. Oh, so do I. Do you think there are any Why Can't Tori Read B-sides we don't know about? Um, there has to be, there has to be, like, just based on, like, how much she puts out, like, how much she writes for every album, and we, mm-hmm. we've, we've, we've talked to Steve Caton, and he told us, like, there's so many songs that never got recorded, we have a list of songs that were registered with the Library of Congress that we don't have recordings of, there's gotta be extra songs that were recorded for the album that never made it on there. Right, and I think one of those is called... And demos, too, demos of those, yeah. those, those songs. Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. But it was confirmed that she is remastering in 2018. She is remastering uh, from the Choir Girl Hotel for its 20th year anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And that was that was almost. I mean, not 100, percent but that was the last time she really was releasing B sides. Right. Like right. Music, like Venus and Back had B sides, but they were live. And then right. Strange Little Girls had two. And right. I think Scarlet's Walk had one. Well, Scarlet's Walk had one B-side, but it had uh, Scarlet's Hidden Treasures, which were not technically B-sides, but is that EP? I that count that as an EP. Yeah, okay. well, I loved all those songs. I just found a, a argument with a friend of mine, David, from Father Lucifer episode. I love all those songs. Oh, um, yeah. I'm... I'm regretful that Mountain isn't on Scarlet's Hidden Treasures, but I feel right. like that still needs an official official release somewhere. Yeah, it does need an official legal release or yes. Yeah, so in like 2021, when she <laughs> the anniversary of that, or no, what was it? 2023, when it's the yeah, anniversary of that album. 22. God, every every year that's one I name. Um, I know. I think I think maybe she'll she'll get around to putting Mountain on something officially. Finally. Yeah. Finally. Um, let's so, talk about the Poland radio show. A couple days ago, yeah. she did a, her first live appearance, live performance from this era, and she performed four songs for Troczka, a Polish uh, radio program, and she performed, the set list was simple, the set list was Purple People, Rooster Spur Bridge, Reindeer King, and its very first live performance, and... A Thousand Oceans. A Thousand Oceans, which I call 1K Oceans. <laughs> but beautiful. Yeah, it was um, a very quiet uh, 
and she kind of played like the ballads. Yeah, and it was kind of sad, right? I mean, there was it was a that sad was the saddest of... purple people I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, I agree. And that it was for Bridge. I'll be honest, I'm not a huge fan of that song, but that uh, that version of the song of the song really got to me. Same, same. I I really heard it for the first time. You know when she said yeah. um, when she said what what what's the line? And I see I can't even remember right now because I'm so excited to be talking to you. But that that line. Uh, I don't know. I yeah, that, that line, that line. Yeah, that one line that just, like, hit me suddenly. It's like, that and you leaving, I have memorized. Like, I felt that in that live performance. It was fantastic. Um, and I want to clear, I mean, she looked fantastic. There's pictures. We put them on our Instagram, too, but they're floating around in that blue, like, gown. Mm-hmm. Her hair looked great. She looked great. Oh, so excited, right? <laughs> um, regretful that we can't do Europe. But we have a correspondent, Saker, who was on our Butterfly episode. She's going to be um, doing the first seven shows for us, and she's going to be calling us. And we're going to talk about oh, we're going to talk about everything. It's going to be so exciting. Yeah. Um, she. Uh, what else about Poland? Did we cover Poland completely? I mean, we liked it. <laughs> it was great. I was right there with it. Uh-huh. Oh, you know what's interesting though? So there was there was an interview portion of that show, and the guy I think he asked her about her influences. And Tori is so coy about this. Like she, I think that's the question she like uh, every time she gets asked it. She's like, oh, not this again, because um, you know she holds her musical influences for the most part pretty close to her chest. I mean, they're the obvious ones, like right. Zeppelin and the Stones, and you know, et cetera. Um, but she, she hasn't ever, especially for contemporary musicians, she never really names them and she's explained why. Um, and because then, you know, people start trying to find right. the influence in her music and trying to find the sounds. And so she keeps that pretty close to her chest. So they asked her about that. And, you know, of course she says Zeppelin. I'm like, okay, Tori. You like Led Zeppelin? I had no idea. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I like Led Zeppelin, and I'm a minister's daughter. What? Yeah, I know. Shocking. Um, what My favorite part of that interview um, was when she said, the, the uh, interviewer asked her, what was your most embarrassing moment during a performance? And without <laughs> missing a beat, she said, when I fell off my piano bench twice in one night, I'll never forget it. It was Philadelphia. Well, Girl, it was Ithaca. I think I, that's what Richard Handel said. It was Ithaca. And she fell off her bench twice in one night. But she also fell off her bench uh, during Blood Roses 99 in Austin. She doesn't miss a beat. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. back to that. Like, she just kept playing from her knees and got the bench back up. And, and then I feel like I've seen that happen, too. I right. can't remember what show, but. She, uh, you know, she, she rides that bench pretty hard. So it's shocking that we can only point to two times that this happened. <laughs> She should be more comfortable with that. I don't, you know, I mean, whatever. It was awesome. Yeah. Blood Roses 99. She said, uh, yeah. when she fell, she said, when I, I mean, fall. She's a pro. Uh, yeah, she's a pro. Um, we have, we have, since our last episode, we have um, designed, published, printed, and shipped our tour diary. Um, yeah. You want to talk about the tour diary a little bit? What, what it is um, and explain it to the people? So, so the design is, first of all, by Jack Foster, who has done 
pretty much all our graphic design for for the podcast on on our Facebook page and our uh, our website and everything. And it's our logos, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And it's basically it's 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 like a, a you know those old planners you had when you were a kid. It's kind of like that. It's a, it's a diary a planner for um for this tour, and it's double sided. One side is for the European section of the tour, and the you flip it around upside down and. It's the North American side of, of the tour. I had always, every time I go on tour, you know, I always try to write, keep notes and, like, keep my thoughts. And I always have a journal, and then I end up, like, the journal is half full by the end of the tour. And, like, I, I end up, like, losing the journal. But this, my thought on the diary was, like, one central location that you can have every show, your thoughts on every set, you know, the the tour debuts, whatever you want. But... Even if you're not touring, we thought of this as a companion for our tour night show because what we're going to do is we're going to play a game called Wills and Wants every night. Yes. And it's going to be so, so fun. So and we'll- people who don't know, we, we, us, and all our friends have been playing Wills and Wants for as long as I could remember. Yeah, for years. So we decided to bring it to the people, to everyone. To the people. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's like the best game to play. Yeah, do you want to explain it? Yeah, sure. So right before the show, usually it's after the meet and greet, so you kind of get, like, in your ear what people have requested and whatever. But And usually we would do it at, like, dinner, after the meet and greet, before the show. We would pick two songs that we think Tori will play and two songs that we want her to play. And you just kind of get try to get in touch with the, the city that you're in, you know, what's in her mind, what she's been talking about, what she's been playing. But songs that are repeated nightly don't count. So you have four right. choices. You write them in, and so the way the book acts as a companion for our show, you write them in the tour diary. You take a picture of it, of the tour diary, with your wills and your wants, and you tweet it to us at Songs of Tori Amos with the hashtag ToriTourWW, so ToriTourWillsWants.ToriTourWW. Tweet it with that hashtag before the show, people, and then any, and we're going to keep track of who gets the most right. And there's going to be there's going to, we're we're going to turn it into a contest. So there's going to be prizes. There might be a little merch right. here and there. You know, we're working on getting some. And, uh, and you you don't you don't need to be at the actual show to participate. You just need to make sure you not. tweet it before the show starts. Right. You can be at home. You can be in your bed, in your pajamas, in the bathroom. You could be on the road anywhere. So tweet it to us. But make sure you write it in your tour diary. We we have tour diaries on our website. If you don't have one yet, the tour diaries were originally designed for our ten dollars and higher Patreon supporters. But right. So if, if, if you were one of those, you, you, you're, you're already set. You got one. Absolutely. And if you are a $5 or more, or if you're a Patreon supporter at any level below $10, there's a code that we sent in the newsletter that you can use to get your tour diary at a discount. But if you're not a Patreon supporter and you just want the tour diary, you can go to our website, songsoftoriamus.com slash shop, and you can get your own tour diary now. You don't have to be a Patreon supporter. We have a couple dozen left, I think. Um, and I think, and they're going fast. I'm sending. I'm yeah, once they're gone, everything. they're gone. Right. We can't. We can't afford to. My dream, honestly, though, Danny, is to give it to Tori at the first show, have her fall in love with it, demand we do a ten thousand printing, and, and she, sells, and it she sells it at the merch booth. Yeah. Or maybe she'll enter the Wilson Wants contest for herself. Oh my God! Wouldn't that be amazing? Her picture of her Wilson Wants for that night, and then she wins. Ah, uh, cheater. <laughs> You win a Tori Amos concert T-shirt. Right, you win a Tori Amos Native Invader flat. (laughs) (laughs) I bet she would frame it. She'd be so happy. We'll get an autograph for her. 
I'm so excited about this tour, Danny. I am doing the entire North American tour. I wish I could do Europe, right. but, you know, like, unless someone wants to donate, probably what? How could we both do Europe? $5,000? $10,000. Life at this point, right? Mm. So, right. So, barring that, we probably won't be in Europe. <laughs> so, so you're, you're, doing, you're doing all of North America. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the West Coast, so I'm, I'm starting in Portland. And making my way down. And you're starting in Portland, and are you, you're going to be with us on Thanksgiving, right? Yes. I'm ditching my family. <laughs> you know, you spent many Thanksgivings with them. Yeah. What we're doing on Thanksgiving, people, me, Danny, and Shaggy, we're going to – should we tell them? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, we're doing the Twin Peaks experience. We're going to stay in the Twin Peaks Fire Walk With Me Hotel. We're going to go to the diner. It's going to be amazing. Shaggy's so excited. I mean, I'm excited too. I love Twin Peaks. Are you excited? Yeah. It's been a while since I've wrote. Actually, I've never seen Twin Peaks, but I'm excited uh, because of Shaggy's residual excitedness. Right. Shaggy's excitement just leaks all over us. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I went to Shaggy. Shaggy had a, a party for the premiere of the new season of Twin Peaks. And even though I've never seen it, I went to it. Um, uh-huh. And he, he went all out. Like, it was, it was crazy. Shaggy's, yeah. He loves Twin Peaks. My friend Joy Nash, she's in Twin Peaks. And she's a supporter of the podcast. She's a Patreon supporter. And she was in the new season of Twin Peaks. She was in that really remarkable episode, season three we're in, episode eight. Um, you should check that out. She's amazing. Um, anything else about Tori? Mm, okay, rate the three new songs in order of your favorite. Uh, Reindeer King, Creek, and Cloud. Oh, okay, cool. I'm Reindeer King, Cloud, Creek. Yeah. So we're close. Reindeer King's amazing, right? Yeah. I mean, there are only only so many choices and combinations in this situation. <laughs> so, yeah. Fine. We're close. Fine. But I we're will close. but I do have to say I do have to say that um we do not count that live performance in our tour stats because it wasn't technically on tour. So technically I mean, she's it had its live debut, but it's, when it, when we do tour stats during tour all night, we ha- we won't be able to count that one performance yet. So, this needs to be said because if we if we tried to count every radio show, like then our tour stats would be useless because we can't really find every radio show. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So yeah. So we only do tour stats. And Eve, I wanted to address this. How are you doing? Because. Um... You know, we we posted a little something that, that you were you were having some some medical issues and and that's that's why that's why you know we haven't released an episode in a while. So um, I will know how you're doing. I will. I would love to. I first of all, I will say like it's been so meaningful to me, like the support that everybody's giving me. I've gotten you know just not even on the Facebook page, but like people have emailed me and messaged me and like texted me, and I just like felt really loved. Um, I mean, I didn't say this. Uh, earlier this summer because I'm kind of private in this way, but I spent, I've spent the summer here in the middle of Nebraska and um, I was teaching and I was doing some stuff and, um, and so I'm in middle America. So me and Danny have not been together for a very long time. I'm excited to get back to LA, but while I was here, my body exploded, <laughs> like it legitimately exploded. I don't want to get too graphic, but um, some, some, one of my, Something's ruptured, and I had to go to the hospital. 
and and every, and then after I left the hospital, everything was fine. But then the next day, I could not stop bleeding, so I had to go back to the hospital, and that's when like things took got really scary for a minute. Um, and I said, I can't. I'm not dying today. Dying, frying. Rather have a lion. What, what's that? Is that line? You're anyway, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not dying today because I have a, an entire Tory podcast that we got to finish, and now there's what 15 new tracks that we got to do. Yeah. Get on our list. That's so, that, but now I'm I'm better now. Everything's great. Yeah. So we'll we'll have we'll have an, a new episode of, of the regular podcast out hopefully soon. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, now that now that we're we're more. back. Right. And Mr. Zebra's mostly been recorded. Mr. Zebra, we can tell you, will include an interview with Rance Hosley. Um, an exclusive interview with Rance Hosley, which we've already recorded, and that will be coming soon. The Steve Caton Part 1 is done. I'm just waiting for approval. So that will be coming out soon. And what else? I mean, like, hopefully this weekend. I don't want to overstate it, but we've been trying to get this episode out for a while. Steve Caton Part 1. Um, yeah. But it, it's coming, so don't please don't please don't get mad at us. It's coming. <laughs> um, but tour is also coming. Tour all night. The place to be. Live after show. Um, we got a lot of stuff in store for you. Um, and on our next episode, I think we'll probably do another episode for the European tour, right? Yeah, we'll we'll talk about meet and greets that episode. How about that? Yeah, I love it. And as soon as we know anything about meet and greets, you'll know. So as soon as we get the word um, what's happening, if there are meet and greets, where they're where they're going to be, we'll let everybody know. So yeah. All right, everybody. Follow our Twitter at cool. Songs of Tori Amos. Follow our, our new Instagram at Songs of Tori Amos. We got a lot of people who are logged into our Instagram, ready to post Instagram live stories from every show. So it's going to be very exciting. What, um, what's 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 your your personal Instagram handle? Oh, my my personal Instagram handle is yeah. If people want to follow follow you, follow me at i i e e e f i i e i i e f. And then what's your Danny? Mine's is Danny Halo, D A N N Y H A L O. That is very clever because his name is Danny Halusim. It just makes it easier for everybody. I had to have so a, follow, a, a follow, follow follow the podcast on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. I, I post a lot of cat pictures and uh, <laughs> um, you know pictures from shows I'm at. His Instagram is very exciting. I post a lot of, like, just, I don't know what I post. A lot of text messages with my dad because he's ridiculous and funny. I post a lot of that. Um, yeah, I, I, Eve, I used to be I ordered you an Eve cake, but that was clunky. <laughs> Humiliating. Anyway, okay, follow us everywhere. Have a good day. All right. Bye, you two, Eve. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.